Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're on. I think we're finally working. I'm so sorry for all of the technical troubles we've been experiencing in this life. <laughs> Who are you apologizing to? They won't hear the technical difficulties. Well, my brother mainly. <laughs> it's like uh, Westworld. It's difficult to understand. <laughs> and it doesn't really go anywhere. Oh, God. Uh, Dr. Josh, please give us a little taste of your sweet, sweet, silky voice. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Look at that. I've been told I sound a lot like you. Will they be able to tell us oh, apart? That's a good you question. don't sound anything like each other. Really? Not even close. Weird. But maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. Uh, tweet us at do they sound alike at <laughs> twitter.com. Oh, like we're, we've unveiled the big secret. Which is? Our first ever guest! Yeah. And I'm terrified because I put in new batteries in this boy this morning, but it's down to one one bar on this microphone people we're coming from a very amateur audio file scene okay we are basically two tin cups with a string but now we've added a third one and it's thrown it all into the garbage but we're working off the zoom the same thing we use for the infamous drum circle podcast we're back to the field mic but we're in the schlag studios (laughs) And we're trying to make it work. I think it's going great. We got it's going so good so far. So far, we haven't had one. Hiccup. In fact, I used a adjective instead of an adverb. I'm sure my brother's just tickled. Goodly is what you're supposed to say. <laughs> well, it's very exciting, people. Not only do we have our first guest, but we now have our first and only podcast to unfold four different kind of beverages at one thing. Hey, we've what got, do we got we got the Rheinschlegel, the infamous cocktail, the Schlerpentine, made from the past generations of the Schlegel household. We got the Pops Bar. We got your stupid water that's dumber than anything I've ever seen before. It's core <laughs> technology. Is yeah, that what it's, we're it's deep from the core. One of the things you should know behind the curtains here, one of my, my, my life might hear, my boy Ryan Holyoke likes a weird water. He's not going to drink it out of the tap. He wants it in a goofy bottle. And he's bought Goofier it. the better. And dear to my heart, wait, we're working with an ice time. What do we got here? Jeff? Cherry Coca-Cola. Cherry Coca-Cola. And where's that from? What, 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 uh, this is from place. your across the street local gas station. Should have warned Schlegel. you about that one. That's a rough one. <laughs> okay? It's not so good. Uh-oh. But we got four different kinds of liquid here, not to mention the spray from a cat when you choose McCord's. Spray from a cat or for a cat? <laughs> very important distinction. Both. That's up for you guys to decipher. But here is a very exciting edition of the Holy Schlodcast, all the way from the mean streets of Missouri. Dr. Josh. It's good Show to have you here. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited because finally... Ryan will stop talking about you, and we can just actually have you here, okay? Because you're a common thread, maybe the most common thread on this podcast. But like I want to warn you, uh, the reason why I belittle your every... Please, please explain. <laughs> uh, please give me some sort incorrect. of... Something I can tell my counselor. So I <laughs> <laughs> comes straight from... And it's not all my brother's fault. Uh, I think our dad <laughs> really wailed on both of us. Oh, uh, not with a belt, like a, <laughs> like a regular but father. But more would. of a diction belt, made of words that slaps harder and deeper to the soul. Let's see? Oh, my goodness So it's, it's trickle-down belt of grammonics. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we got to explain, because your older brother, even though he looks younger, I'm going to go ahead and say that. I'm oh, I like that. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Years of abuse, physically... Yeah. And mentally, we'll. Uh, Whereas I take that. really good care of myself. <laughs> as you can see. Well, yeah. you, did you read about this? It's uh, obesity seems there seems to be a paradox where obesity actually helps stave off dementia. Really, there's at least an inverse correlation. Oh, so there's one benefit. 
Yeah, so he and I, Schlegel and I, <laughs> will be sharp and uh, drunk it was the helpful. first half. Yeah. And Are they sure that's not because they're just like keeping active eating so much that their brain is active because they're concentrating on Whoa. eating so much food? That's why we got the good doctor here. He's got a reasonable say, explanation. <laughs> if we have like the voice of reason <laughs> stepping in at every point where we say something stupid. And to be fair, again, behind the curtain, it was nice that Josh came over here because us in our beds, our medical beds, weighing up to 400 pounds, he could get certain snacks and bring it closer to us. And that's really <laughs> helped us out a lot. Because we didn't have, we don't have a lot of support here. My cat's not helping. It's not getting us to those beds. If only chewing on cords helped our lives, your cat would be doing a real service to us all. That's I, My apartment is littered in lots of cords because most of them get chewed up by my cat. And that's why the spray bottle's there. But this is not the cat cord chewing episode. This is the Holy Oak looking at his Zoom confused Yeah, you're stressing episode. me out about that, yeah, Mike. Yeah, We have one bar left and it's terrifying. What kind of batteries are we working with? Yeah. Double A? <laughs> what would you get? Did you get the dollar store batteries? We're talking Peel about... alkaline. Oh, did you make That's your own French. batteries and just put them in the back of that thing? Yeah. Well, I reverse engineered batteries for meth. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but to make shake and bake meth at the Walmart, which we all you know. take batteries and you shave out the lithium and put it into a Gatorade with a bunch of other weird crap, including like Sudafed, shake it up, make your meth. Uh, but I've reverse engineered that shake and bake meth into just batteries. And I'm so glad to know that you just have on hand how to make backwards meth out of a Walmart. Where did you pick up that information? MTV. MTV what? How to make backwards meth? The new show? Teen Wolf? Is that what's going on with yeah. Teen Wolf these days? <laughs> mm-hmm. How I became pregnant or how I made meth from a Walmart? How I became pregnant with meth. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a beautiful week. We've got ourselves Thanksgiving coming up. But I was suggesting we do Canadian Thanksgiving. I was going to say, did you look into the differences? I know that one is different in Canada and one's different in America. <laughs> did you look up any difference between uh, Canadian... Thanksgiving. I was told there'd be no math on this. <laughs> well, it's all pretty stupid. But we will make you go to Walmart and make us meth later on. So I'm glad that we yeah, brought up the get batteries. Us that that That's pseudo. true. I can just write you. Yeah, this whole podcast has been an elaborate scheme to get someone to make us meth for a while now. But we'll see if that works out. But what did you want to talk about tonight? We've got a guest. This is so exciting. Yes. So I'm just going to keep staring at the battery <laughs> meter. Make me nervous. It's going to add a level of... Excitement and stress. To I wish we had like a big like countdown, like oh, when yeah. this thing would just give out. If there was a countdown, I wouldn't have to worry about it because I would know exactly when the battery's gonna. Well, run. what kind of batteries do you need on this thing? Some special battery? I got batteries. Yeah, let's oh. push pause. Put in real batteries. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Do you have any? That's well, that's that's, that's the crux. <laughs> what, do I, what kind of batteries do you need? Double A's. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm all out. <laughs> I'm fresh out. I'm a C man. I made a bunch of meth earlier and uh, fresh I got, out. I got what? Double A's? Okay. Oh, let me explore. Anyway, so my brother is here, and he's a medical doctor, and he's been referenced, uh, much to his chagrin, referenced often. True, true. And we are going to have a medical doctor explain to us what he does on a daily basis. And, you know, to be fair, it's nice to have the only listener we have for the podcast actually here in studio. That's a privilege. If you write in and say, you listen to the podcast, we'll take you in. We'll put you on the air. I got Western family batteries. Oh, Fred Myers. I don't got the good stuff here. Okay. Should we just be like Kramer in the rent a car and see, see how, how long goes? this baby goes, man? <laughs> you have a uh, clock, Doctor Josh. Yeah, you you can see the red. And the red I was gonna away. say I can tell you when the lights go out. Why? Well, because I have a. 
Do you have a timer in that thing? Does it say how long we've been going? Three to four years. We got plenty of time. We'll be fine. Eight minutes. Wow. We've killed eight minutes. See? We've killed all the audience because I (laughs) threw our battery talk. But I want to talk about medical knowledge that this fair man has. Okay. And you need to explain this to people. What are we talking about here? I think it should be fair to your listeners before they get their hopes up super high. Agreed. That I'm not a real doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. So I gave a left wink and a right wink to my compadres here. Just Name so is Dr. Josh uh, Brezhnev, and you hold no medical license in North America. I am from the Ukraine. Yeah, welcome to shitty accent town. You can have the worst accent. It just feels like you should here. I think I was dead no, on just there. Okay. I wasn't saying that you had a bad accent. Nothing. I just meant that if you want to just do whatever garbage accent you want. No one's going to hold you accountable. Perfect. I'll unleash Trump at any moment now, okay? I'm oh, not it's to. not funny anymore. I know. It is he's funny. The, it's still funny. It's not. He's going to. He's coming to get us. He's going to take us away. Our sweet boy. What are you going to do without your That waters? should be like your guys' life goal to inspire him to tweet <gasps> against you. Ooh. A 3 a.m. tweet. Well, well, it doesn't seem that hard these days. He's tweeting at everybody. But what we're talking about here today is a medical... <laughs> this is a service to America. Oh, there go the lights. We're done. This whole thing. The battery shut down. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to pay my power okay. bill. Doctor, not doctor. Yes. If you were a doctor, what kind of doctor would you be? <laughs> I would be a urologist. And what does As his lawyer, on? he doesn't have to answer any of these questions, okay? He gave me full legal rights, so he doesn't have to say anything. Thank okay? you. Pretty sure he has a, a lawyer pretty tight. Close to the belt. He was way more. Is his lawyer under his pants? What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's cut the mic. Uh, is this another dad joke? <laughs> You're a urologist. What do you do day to day? So we take care of the male and female genital urinary tract. Thank you. Or as my friend uh, Phil Fuller, I'll call him out on this. He said it's beans, balls, bladders, and boners. Beans. Balls, bladders, and boners. I know what two of those words are. <laughs> <laughs> but how many of those do you have, Schlegel? Well, most of them beans. I got like dry so beans. beans are? Kidneys. Kidneys. Ah, you got me. I was going with testes. Ball. Well, we're coming up to that. Huh? Balls. That's Testicles. The there you go. That's us. I, go. I was going to be me to ask you. Yes. Testes, testes. Why, why the difference? Oh, that's oh, a great question. singular plural. That's easy. What? Testy? Testes is singular. Like Test- a singular ball. Testis, yeah. Testis. Cancer of the testis. Testicle testis. Well, my bestest testis is my leftist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I always say every day. The testis with the mestis? <laughs> the metastatic cancer? So I answered the question, I thought beans were balls. So you're telling me my testicles should not be the size of beans, because that's <laughs> no. what I'm working with these That would days. be bad. Oh, Jesus. God. Hypogonadism. All right, I'm going to... Now, for the rest of my episode, do this pants list just to make sure the good doctors. I was going to say that. Give me a wink if I'm looking good here or if I got, if this growth, I, what I do have is lots of uh, uh, paper towels mashed up against <laughs> my skis. Should I We're be doing that, doctor? Do you have jungle rot down there? <laughs> <laughs> Doc- Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> rot. Does that stem from the story I told you, or are you just saying that? Okay, okay, good. You never told us the story. Yeah. No, not a real doctor. Correct. Well, if I don't say this guy's name, 
it's not Mr. Like Jungle Rat? Steven Johnson. <laughs> and that guy's Actually, that's a syndrome. Gene Wilder. Rotten, <laughs> my man. Rotten testes. <laughs> Rotten testes? <laughs> Private right. first class. So we covered... Oh, beans, God. balls, beans. bladder. Easy. Also known as the bladder. I think but all, the all of ours are full with the, the amount of liquid. Oh, yeah. That's one of the funny things when, like... I try not to be rude, but I'll be talking about... Have you ever had any bladder difficulties? They're like, oh, yeah, they took mine out and point to their right upper quadrant i'm like no no you mean the gallbladder totally not the same different but you have to admit it does use the same word twice (laughs) it does it does so what does the gallbladder do gallbladder stores bile like the gall of bitterness and so that you know the liver makes bile which is i think america's gallbladder is full about now am i right (laughs) huh oh my god i'll see you on bill maher (laughs) okay go ahead so you need bile to digest fats And so, so Schlegel's got it. <laughs> Doctor, you're telling me straight, okay? <laughs> Tell me right now. Obviously, your gallbladder must be gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst other things in my life. You know Except what I mean? Except where it <laughs> Doctor, I've been meaning to bring this up. No, go ahead. Yeah, well, I am certainly no expert in uh, anything, but especially not gallbladders. But yeah, so when your liver makes too much bile, more than you need, rather than waste it into the bowels it stores it in that bladder for you mm. and occasionally you make stones in there gallstones and those little stones can get stuck on the way out plug the tube cause colic of the gallbladder and hurts like crazy right upper quadrant pain usually after a fatty meal you go to mcdonald's you eat a double cheese and you have right upper quadrant pain you're probably having uh gallbladder problems yeah fuck this is my tuesday night this is it right here <laughs> uh-oh That's i've been my- meaning to ask how many different types of stones are there you got as you just said the gallstone when there's multiple different gallstones, you got your you got your rolling. So what else do you got out there? Uh, you got, huh? <laughs> so got a second, a huh? <laughs> these things will be happening left and right, so be prepared for these things. Gall. Mm-hmm. So then you got your. <laughs> I don't know. There's kidney, kidney stones. Yeah. But there's like 50 varieties of kidney stones if you want to get really technical. What? But when you say varieties, do you mean they clearly all must happen in the kidney? Correct. That's what hence but the term. Made of different. I'm chewing. Am I making annoying you sounds? Your, you can't be are you chewing your own kidney stone right now? Is that, is that for a fact right now? Don't worry. I'm burping, hiccuping. I'm a fucking mess. You know how... My, ca- guy, my bile's all fucked up. <laughs> your gallbladder's <laughs> chock full. gallbladder's chock full of bile. I'm chewing that like my chud these days. <laughs> I gotta get rid of this stuff. Actually, you know, that's where the term melancholic comes from, right? Dark bile. Oh, they used to think you had good bile, bad bile. Good bile, bad bile. No, that's what I don't know. That I was hoping you would pick it up because you. I know Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin yeah, didn't you, you guys malign Led Zeppelin once on this podcast? Did. You did. I'm a fan. It's like a love. Yeah, come I on. Love that Zeppelin. And poor Larry H. Miller. I feel. I, as, <laughs> oh, do not. I said to myself, right. if good I ever got sir. on here, <laughs> good sir. It has been nice. But good day. <laughs> I was going to defend the man. What are you? What, are you, what Larry H. Miller? What are you? <laughs> Come on. What's he has a do? head on his spine. Come on. <laughs> what did he do to deserve that? Holy Man, moly. It's weird to hear it come back. Yeah. About like, did it? Well, if we said that, that's totally out of line. You said, not me. I All just... I said is that we should have taken his an amputee blend and <laughs> four corners of the Vivint Arena lot as a tribute and a warning to diabetes victims everywhere. Diabetes, that's the singular. Like this. <laughs> like, that's right. when you only got one. Where were so, we? Beans, Why? balls, bladder. There's lots of kinds of kidney stones. That's, uh, all, wait, that's wait, all I, I want to say. Kidney stone, but like calcium, phosphorus, white phosphorus. I just want to say that as a yeah. kid, yes. I was stuck watching ER. That was a show I watched mm. all the time. 
My dad used to play the air keys every time the show came on. But one episode, there was a nice older man who was like, I think I got kidney stones. They were like, you got kidney stones. And you're like, what do you like to do in the, in the evening? And he was like, drink tea and have ice cream. Anything to that, doctor. Let's see if, if Dr. Josh knows what we're leading to. So that's excellent uh, because, so tea is a high, has a high content of oxalate, Ugh. which traditionally we would say you need to avoid oxalate because the most common stone type is calcium oxalate. It's a salt of those two things. And so if you have a lot of oxalate in your diet, that might get absorbed from the gut, bind to the calcium in your diet, and then form those stones. However, recent research has shown that a oxalate-restrictive diet doesn't really tend to decrease your risk of stones. So it's sort of old news, bad news, but I still tell people probably to limit it. So coffee, tea, chocolate, nuts, caffeine. Well, no, not caffeine. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> Spinach has a very high quantity of oxalate. No, you're not infallible. Just because you're drinking it doesn't mean that... Wait a minute. It's You're... it's pure if I'm drinking it. It doesn't <laughs> cause any harm. You tell me I can't be having my spinach here, Doc. Spinach, right. So everyone always says that. So spinach is, and Swiss chard. Are you a Swiss chard eater? Well, I was going to say, do you guys want to enjoy some fine Swiss chard that I have laying <laughs> on here? But we'll wait for that after the uh, So like uh, cho- coffee, chocolate, tea, and nuts all have about 50 milligrams of oxalate per serving. Mm-hmm. Spinach, 600 milligrams oh, per serving. What is oxalate? Oxalate is the second half Doctor, of the term calcium oxalate. Okay? Yes, please help it's me. An, it's an ox that's like let into your system. Mm. So it's a tiny ox that's inside. Am oh, I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, so no one in this room can tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> that's the truth. You're not wrong. Yeah, it... it, uh, it uh, oxygen? Some nope, chemical? nothing to do with oxygen. It's a mineral, but I mean, it's it's not a mineral. It's a rock. Jesus Christ, Marie, it's a mineral. <laughs> It's something that's in a lot of foods. That's all I know. So, Doctor, what are we doing to, to combat minerals? How do we get these out of the universe? They're seeming to do nothing for us. So, the other thing you want to do is you want to make sure that either you don't absorb as much of those stone-forming elements, uh-huh. or if you do absorb them, that they bind to things that won't cause problems once they're already in your bloodstream. So, I think most people don't really think about what happens to you when you eat and drink. No. The three viewers that you had, viewers, listeners that you had... <laughs> Are now bored to tears and gone to sleep. No, no they we have we have one viewer and it is Schlegel's landlord. That's true. And he is he is he's combat- he's getting a file to make sure I can get evicted out of this. <laughs> no, people this love the most this knowledge. The most knowledge we've ever had. Yeah, people are actually sticking around for this shit. All right, as opposed to. So if you think about it, you eat, eat or drink foods, right? It goes to your stomach, then goes to your small bowel. It gets mixed with the gall bile. Of course, from we the already knew all of that. Me and Schlegel were well. Aware of that's the well-oiled gutty machine experts. There you go. So absorbed into the venous system, the portal system that goes through the liver and gets its first pass a filter. All the bad stuff, a lot of the bad stuff gets filtered out. Then it goes from the bloodstream to the kidneys. So one fifth of every heartbeat goes to your kidneys, right? Twenty percent, big deal. So they take that all that material that's been absorbed from your gut, filter out the toxins and excrete them into the urine and hold on to your red blood cells and your protein, all the stuff that's important. So anyhow, so that oxalate that you ingested, if you could either keep it in your gut so it doesn't ever get to the bloodstream and thereby have to go through the kidneys, then you're good. So the oxalate that you do eat, they talk about you want to have calcium at the same time. So for a while there, they were saying, you know, it's not... this is, here's here's I'll just throw you a super duper curveball. Oh shit! If stones are made from calcium, usually you'd think, well, why don't we just not eat calcium and we won't make stones anymore? Amen, brother. The problem no is, stones, no bones. Hey! Oh, there you go. 
Did that's I spill your thunder? Uh, I'm sorry, I just no, got that's confused. Right. Who's the doctor here? <laughs> <laughs> so those who, uh, they did an interesting study, and the guys who ate less calcium made way more stones. Whoa. Because your body needs, like you said, your body needs calcium for your bones, for your heart, and so it will leach, literally leach the calcium out of your bones, give you osteoporosis and kidney stones. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't eat anything anymore? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Pretty much don't Stop eat a darn eating? thing. Okay. So here's the, here's the answer. If you don't want to make kidney stones, you need to make approximately 2.5 liters of urine per day. I, I got to go. <laughs> so I was going to go. No, but like, well, so what do I do? I got to drink that water. I yes. Drink that. I had to laugh at this goofy water Ryan brought because it, it says. I get it. Perfect pH water, as opposed to all the other water that's pH of six that just melts your face off when you yeah. drink it. <laughs> I want a pure base. I want a pure acid. And I want Fuck, a, a bring neutral. it to fifteen. Put it to fifteen. <laughs> God damn it! So I gotta drink that tons of that water. Tons and tons time. of water. I don't but, want you to put you on the spot again, Doc. Yeah. Yes. Right here, you said toxins. Yeah. And that word gets thrown around a lot by sure. pseudo nutritionists. Put in the business, Gar. People say like, "Oh, this thing will clean toxins out of your system." And they give you a tea. You're saying there are toxins in the world. How do you well, dis- discern between real toxins and these? Besides what, the ones you're currently maybe toxin right is now. not the best term, but I, what I mean is things that are normally in the diet or in your body's metabolism that, when they build up, would become toxic to you. Mm. So, okay. like protein byproducts and things like that. As a doctor in your your profession here, the yeah. gutties and all this stuff. If you were just to be like, here's what you eat, and you'll be good. And drink every day. Skip all this stuff. This is the best stuff. The yeah. prime stuff. What would you say? Just water? So you want to eat lots of fruits and vegetables. Oh. <laughs> well, we lost longest. All right, I'm out. Tons of water. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, meat only in times of famine. Oh, wait, that's a <laughs> word of wisdom. <sighs> I snuck a little. Hell uh, of a deal on pork cutlets these days and I'm wailing on these things raw as can be too oh, God. raw pork that's the number one <laughs> superfood coming out brain worms they're the they help you yeah oh god so I gotta so the new vitamins go. yeah fruits and vegetables water what about this Greek yogurt everyone's loving this Greek yogurt <laughs> can I have this Greek yogurt can I have some fucking yogurt if you were a woman it would help prevent, oh. prevent your UTIs but other than that it's not I mean it's fine I was going to Axie this. Yeah. Oh. Not you this in particular, but the next how the hell is ingesting probiotics into the gut mm-hmm. help out the vacunas uh, <laughs> cleanse out those problems? How now, do you vacunas, think... Vacunas, you mean the juana or <laughs> the nuna? <laughs> well, both. Okay. I feel like we need some uh, training on the actual anatomical language used. Yeah, we should probably okay. have some women involved how at some point here. does... Lactobacillus yeah. assist in the pussy not having problems. So you're saying what thing could get in there and not grab it by the? Well, because as far how as do I you know, think things get into the vagina is the correct word? Penally. Well, doctor, I was wondering if I could do a subset. <laughs> There's only one way to get in there. If, if there could be a subset of this podcast, that was a question I wanted to ask. But we'll, we'll save that for later. <laughs> how, how does one get in there? So, uh, is it just being nice? Or is it asking on dates? Or... No, obviously being nice isn't enough. If you're nice, uh, only bad guys... Nice can... guys always finish last. I mean, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I mean, But we'll do that later. Yeah. I, I realize I left that wide open. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> that's the last time I ever heard oh that. 
So, for example, the so yeah, good bacteria in your gut, right? They're, well, they're good and bad is a silly term. They're yeah. they're good where they are, right? E. coli does its job in your bowel. Enterococcus, pseudomonas, all those bowel, all those bacteria are not necessarily bad in and of themselves, right? But if they get out of the gut and make their way along the perineum, for example, which is called other things. Oh. Chode, taint. I want to bring it down to your level. Grundle. Uh, Grundle. Yeah. So, so if they make it what? elsewhere into the bladder, then they cause an infection, right? They shouldn't be there. So that's the same way that the good bacteria, the lactobacillus and all those, they make their way through the colon, through the gut, and they trickle their way along into where they're so supposed to be. That makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that before? There you go. Because, obviously, as Martin Lawrence... The inimitable my Anne. I'm pretty sure you and I in Saint George watched Martin Lawrence's special Tic Tac. Yes, where he said, <laughs> "Is he on his knees?" And it's not bad advice. Shoes. He's got the shoes where he's the kid. It's not wrong. Remember the kid who came. You back? mean uh, who was the kid's name? Remember he came by. Oh yeah, the I don't. I didn't watch. I wasn't allowed to watch black people on that. <laughs> okay, so you've answered my question. Yeah, which is nuts though. Because shouldn't you be like maintaining your taint and that keeping it clean? That's well, pretty project. much impossible, right? Pretty much impossible. That makes sense. Right so if you think about how small are bacteria, very small. And this is what I tell my... I see a lot of women with uh, recurrent UTIs, urinary tract infections that just keep coming, keep coming. And I tell them it's a daily battle between the bad bacteria coming from the colon and the gut, or the rectum really, and coming forward and trying to pee them out so or force them out the other way. So if you don't drink anything, you hold your... Urine all day long, the number of bacteria will double in your bladder every 30 minutes. So you gotta drink Gotta that fight water. back, yes. Back to the water. Thing. Pee every couple of hours, flush back, fight back, fight those infections. Flush back, fight back. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my forehead. I actually flush didn't mean to say back, that, but now that I say it, I like back. it. Always watch your fecal matter in your poonana. Your paint <laughs> is a battle zone. <laughs> <laughs> Pee out the... Your taint is a battle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... It's <laughs> really... <laughs> the battlefield. <laughs> We're stands. <laughs> water to water. Okay. Yeast bacteria. <laughs> That's a new hit song. We're going to be on the road with that very soon. All right, so we got some good stuff. Is we got stuff for the... Yeah. <laughs> Look to you, the doctor. <laughs> yes. Uh, 20 cc of pet Benatar. Drink a lot of water. Be we need Benatar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this will help you explain everything. All right. So they, we were watching out. I'm glad, I'm glad we got some uh, lady uh, advice in here, too. Lady. Uh, lady. Uh, Majora. Majora. Uh, what lady else? Majora what other, what other, what other, what I know. I honestly can't believe that we've made it 26 minutes without really focusing on some... Some grotes. Base level dick jokes. Here's the thing though. I gotta I gotta bring this up. You're a man of the prostate, right? You're working yes. on this thing. We're all fucked, right? As men, we're fucked, right? No fucked. man. What do I gotta do? More it's it's water? a brave new Fuck. world. It's a brave, wor- brave Are you new world. Thinking good about this? Because you had told me, yes. Dr. Josh, yes. that uh, not every man will die of prostate cancer, but every man will die with prostate cancer well so that's uh, the theory that's been put forth if you live long enough that you will d- eventually develop prostate cancer and that's based off of like cadaver studies where you know you died of something else and they found little minute yeah, yeah. particles of prostate cancer so yeah in, in theory if you think of it that way but let me put it to you this way so what are the main killers of men in america women <laughs> in-laws oh <laughs> 
exactly. but seriously, all the beer we drink. Yeah, and the, the horrible heart disease. disease. Oh. Heart disease. Heart disease, diabetes, cancer is killing way more men than. I mean, cancer. <laughs> that was a bad one. I was going to say cancer is killing more people than cancer. <laughs> Heart disease is, is the number one killer of men. So a, an interesting point to make as a preamble is just that it's more important that you keep your heart healthy because mm. you're much more likely to die of that. So the pork will be helping me on that, correct, doctor? Right. You want mostly pork fats. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to call Amazon and get some pork. Please scrape please. off the protein. <laughs> scrape off the brain. Words. Just eat the fat part. Okay. So we got we to watch that heart. So one, a wise man once said, if it's good for your heart, it's good for your prostate, which is true in two ways. Like one is, yeah, you're much more likely to die of that anyway. So why don't you just focus on, on keeping your heart healthy? But also it ends up being pretty much true mm. that a lot of red meat seems to correlate with a higher chance of prostate cancer mm. and red, uh, excuse me, a lot of fresh vegetables. That kind of diet seems to protect you. Like uh, lycopene, for whatever reason, seems to be protective, which is found in tomatoes. I know, but I hate tomatoes. I love me tomatoes. Doc, what you're telling me is I take my red steak, I cover it with tomatoes and raspberries and <laughs> apples. And take the steak out, and then you're perfect. <laughs> Doctor, I come back with a counteroffer, I double the steak, and I take away the vegetables. This is not Taco Bell. <laughs> no. Speaking of... Uh, I gotta get some taco <laughs> or a pee because I gotta I hear that's good for you, right? Peeing is good. Yes. Oh, here we go. Flex your nutrition. Great, great urgency, Doctor Josh. Lay it on us. Uh, men are obsessed, preoccupied with the size of their dingle. Yes. Is it the size of the boat, or is it the motion in the ocean? This has been studied extensively, and uh, science has proven. I don't know. I got no answer for that. Well, do you know the stats between the width and depth of a man's dingus versus a woman's canal? I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, it's hush hush. Uh, Julian Assange has been uh, whisked <laughs> away from the Ecuadorian consulate because he found out the wherewithals. I just worry that this is going to be my access Hollywood and you're my Billy Bush 10 years hey. down the road when I'm trying to... I'll tell you this. Run for office. Are you planning Which on it? I will never run for office. Because listen. Although that's what Donald Trump used to say. I feel really bad about virtually everything I say all of the time. Okay. And so I feel, and I, I can't help but feel that we're similar in this way, that like we feel so bad about everything we do. But Billy Bush and Donald Trump were doing some really bad stuff. Yes. Like legitimately awful things that would make our... Little uh, awful meters go off. Can I just tell you that I was at work and somebody who I work with, and actually I can't even remember who, thank goodness, but was defending that like, hey man, you know, when you get guys together, that's the way they talk. I'm just saying it's not that big a deal. And he got caught, big deal. I was like, I don't talk like that. Jiminy Christmas. Well, to be fair, me and my cat chicken were constantly (laughs) talking about, you know... Steaks, but seriously, while I was peeing, I did pee out a gallon of urine. Excellent. We had three raw steaks while I was in there. Did I balance it out? I think you're you're good. How brown was the urine? Well, it was mostly a reddish blood type color, and I would say <laughs> I didn't bad. really smell. So you're telling me that's bad? <laughs> I can just tell you that's bad. <laughs> Oh, my God. You need a scope and a CAT scan. Oh, Christ. CAT scan. Oh, my God. Can, can Chicken, his cat, perform that? Yes. Is that a cat? Medical cats, do we have those? Are you they just put an HDMI cable up your ureter <laughs> and let the chicken follow up. Oh, Christ almighty. We should have brought a Euro flow meter and measured your your urine just now live. Why didn't we bring 
great. How does it work? What's a euro flow meter look like? There's lots of them, but the one I have at work is uh, measures by weight and the change in weight over time. So it's just you pee into a toilet, and then as it trickles onto the scale, it uh, measures the change in weight. Speaking of which, I got a euro. And I, I'm going to just say, I wasn't asked this, but I'm going to say, I've drank. This is 52 ounces of yes. soda, and I've drank probably what two thirds of it, okay. and had not urinated yet, which is big deal for me. So are you feeling good about that? Do you want me to like? Do you want a star, like a gold star, for you to walk? Well, I think with? here's my theory. I think it's the stress of being on here has got my <laughs> adrenaline level up. Oh, and that's fuck. the you know rest and digest is also pee pee, but fight oh. or flight is keep it in because you don't want to be leaving a trickle behind of urine as the you know woolly mammoth is We're trying to eat to you. get you. Yeah. So you're being in that mode. Well, so your bladder is. Well, I'd like to calm you down with a question. Yes, please. Well, this will help you. This is right here. But then I I'll have to urinate. Have you heard of the infamous Hobo Rob? On this? I have. Okay, so Hobo Rob's a real guy. Not the guy in your hallway the other day. No, that was just a general hobo. I'm <laughs> worried about. I think he. Yeah. Oh God. Working on that. He's probably I'm dead. Bringing him because you kicked him He's out. He's going to be. I know. I got to bring him. Seven dollars turns out. Such a dick. But Hobo Rob. <laughs> Not enough. Robo Rob has this theory, and I want to know as a doctor. Robo Rob? <laughs> I really shifts Robo. the paradigm. Hobo Rob has a theory, and he lives by. And I, I thought he was joking at first, but he's serious about this. He's he drinks coffee all day, okay, and then drinks beer at night, and he feels that he gets enough water in his system. As a doctor, what could you project as a to help Hobo Rob in his efforts moving forward? Um, bless his heart. So if if I. <laughs> I would never encourage that, but honestly, if I'm being dead honest, uh, if you drink enough of those things, yes, you're getting enough. I mean, he wouldn't. He's, he's kind of right. He's Hobo's not, right. kind of yes. right. Those Fuck fluids him. are both mostly water. What a piece of shit. He shouldn't be right. It <laughs> shouldn't be right. But that's Hobo Rob for you. Rides the trains. Peace. Riding that train. Making some stones. So part of the prostate. So you're saying, I got to take care of my heart. I got to eat these vegetables. I'm just yeah. depressed now. I mean, I've got berries in the fridge. I'm telling you right now. You look in that fridge? I got berries. Good. I'm working hard on that. Speaking of berries. <laughs> Dingleberries? Oh, yeah. Did we make it all the way through? Uh, we didn't talk about erections. Boners. Doc, I'm going super hard and north these days. <laughs> Ooh, I got a problem. And it seems to be... No, I just... <laughs> I did have a little old man ask me the other day, oh. what age is too old to have sex? Hey! Bless his heart. He's doing good. I just said... Doing better than me. When you're in the grave, it's too old. You're too old. Oh, and he's like, well, by God, I'm pretty freaking close. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just put it out there. Got to ask the easy question. Have you gotten a guy in that's like, maybe took one to two extra Viags and I can't get this thing down? Yes, that's uh, priapism. It's bad. Yeah, it's, I the, tell, it's the show. I'm glad you brought this up, Schlegel, because I know. Is this the low hanging fruit of the. Doctor? <laughs> it's the high hanging rock art fruit. <laughs> priapism. Priapism? Priapism. Priapism. Not a laughing. Better. Wait, what are we talking about here? <laughs> it's pretty If your funny. bone zone lasts more than four hours, <laughs> you're going to lose the capacity to ever have one ever again. Excuse me, Doc? Potent- I've been about well, potentially. Since potentially. Been, doc, we're talking since I've been 12 here, okay? so I've been You just, had an erection since you were 12? I'm just saying. But it's really small. The vascular we're nature. We're talking an acorn <laughs> on top as the great Will Ferrell said. No, God, that was Rain Wilson. But talk to me about this. We've got dingle boys. We got men out here walking around full salute. What do we tell them? 
So <laughs> here's what I say. It's well, I don't usually tell them this. When it's happening, I just say, "Okay, we got to go fix this pronto." And you, uh, by what you mean, tap it like a maple yes, tree you, in Canada. Well, so what do you think is happening? So that blood that's in an erection is not going anywhere. It's the same blood that's been in there the whole time, so it's lost its oxygen. Wait a minute, wait a mm. So you're telling me I I'm going to be shooting my blood into there, and if I don't release, it's just this horrible. Balloon. It's like a gas. It's just. So actually, the mechanisms of an erection are pretty intriguing and amazing. Well, so you have these little tiny sinusoids on the side. Flirt with women. Yeah. Let me explain to you the majesty of the erection. <laughs> <laughs> this got me through college right here. Okay? Can you sit down for a minute? I got red steak and vegetables for us to eat. And the physiology is pretty cool. I'll just skip to the end. That basically, it's so it's you got arterial inflow. That's what I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> and so as the artery is pumping blood in it actually puts pressure on the outward on the the outflow is on the outside of the erection right so as the pressure as it fills it actually caps off and puts pressure on the outflow so that they are collapsed and they can't drain Whoa. because of the inflow and so at, at like full erection the um inflow velocity is zero you're not getting any more blood in because it's there's you can't get out you can't get in yes you've reached full pressure and actually the tunica uh, which is the surrounding of the t- of the penis mm-hmm. is stronger by weight and mass than the human femur during an erection. What? Yes. Per per size, per mass, per weight, per whatever. Yes, but per I can just say per a few times. Per. Uh, but say that again. But not I, not accurate for those of us with acorns because that's. <laughs> really or if you've got just... osteoporosis. And... <laughs> Holy shit! No, Jesus which part Christ. is stronger than the femur? The uh, so the outside of the penis the tunica which is holding all that pressure is strong enough and stretchy enough it's when it's fully rigid during erection is stronger than by weight than the human femur tunica you said yeah, yeah. Now, what's a proper tunic what's a tunic why am i knowing that word it's uh like a covering an apron oh is that where it comes from yeah yeah okay like was... so like the tunica around the testicle is called tunica lady let me put forth the proposition you may attempt to Strike me down uh, through my leg bone, or perhaps <laughs> my penal bone. <laughs> I'll leave it to you to decide which is stronger. For the now, kids listening at home, there is no bone in the penis. There is in dogs, though. Dogs do have in penis In most bone. mammals, I thought. I don't know about most mammals. Did we, did we get the history of that word boner? Where, where are we getting that from? Boner? Because uh, it's like hard as a bone. Stronger mm-hmm. than the femur. It's nothing good. That, that's been plaguing your whole life, Schlegel? Like, what? Whence comes the term boner? Doctor? Where's boner come from? <laughs> I don't know what boner means. Now, also, I've got to ask the question. We're yeah. already right there. Yeah. It is saying it's hard as a bone. Have you gotten the case of a broken bone? Have you gotten that twig snapped in twine? Yes, that's called a penile fracture. Oh! <laughs> so you're actually tearing that tunica. Oh. There's no bone breaking, but you tear the My tunica. tunica no good. And no tailor, no tailor can bring that... Tunic bag. I'm sorry, good sir. See a doctor. This tunica, no good. So actually, <laughs> so when that happens, they actually report hearing a, a tearing sound or a popping, mm, popping sound. And then they have what's called the eggplant deformity. Oh no! Yeah, wow. it, it looks like a big purple bent. Because the tail. other end like fills up. Well, it it uh, oh. so where where it tears, oh. all that high pressure blood leaks out, and they oh. form a hematoma on that side and bruise. Yeah, little oh god. So, so now, can you, are you fucked for life? With no, no, no. You go, well, so here's the problem. A lot of men are embarrassed when that happens, and they don't seek care. So they stay home and say, oh, it'll get better. And it's then not going to get better? They have screwed themselves. Shut the fuck up. So this is a very good health warning. The first yes. ever real 
health warning. Yeah, for what's shotgun. worse, being embarrassed for a couple minutes or having your ding dong mangled for the rest of your life? <laughs> give me the give me the two options. First, the positive. Yes. What do you have to do to fix that? You go. So it's that. Oh, I, this is a good one. So what's called? They actually gave the term when you are causing that fracture is usually caused by a uh, thrust against the you slip <laughs> out and you hit the pelvic bone and so it's called a faux pas de quoi the, french I've, like a faux pas yeah, I was gonna a say, coital I'm faux gonna... pas faux pas de quoi but what is faux pas faux pas means a, mean? a bad step now, bad do- step, step into coitus now doctor now doctor to be fair <laughs> I stepped into the wrong vagina this time doc. doctor to be fair yeah. I have been told by many ladies I have acted in a faux pas in that situation so I might just have been misdiagnosed in that situation that's right I didn't have a breaker bone I just was acting in a faux pas you can have a faux pas de quoi without a fracture but there yes there you go but now, this, <laughs> what do you have to do with this boy? You got to take this boy and you got to say, you're in trouble, boy. So you put him to sleep and usually... They, they're, put him to sleep. Oh, yeah. They go to sleep in the operating room and it's usually bent away from the tear because that, uh, you know, all the hematoma there. And so you, the hardest thing is finding the tear. Once you find it, it's pretty easy. You just sew it closed. But I, I think it, I, this is, it's been a while since I took my boards. But something like 15% involve the urethra. So you got to make sure there's no urethral tear too because a urethral tear is going to obviously affect your ability to pee. And, so it's a, uh, it's a uh, you stitch it up. You, you sew it close. You sew it close. Now, for and the then you po- tell them no more erections for a few weeks. <laughs> for a few, well, let it let it heal. How do you how do you legitimately prevent amyl nitrate, water. smelling salts? Really? Like yeah. what? I thought smelling salts was ammonia. Well, I mean, is it, that what the amyl is? Amyl nitrate? Ammonia? Maybe, maybe. No, now, I don't know, doctor. Don't know. It's a common thing in hockey. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. For players to. They Wake think up, it's give them a, a rush to play. They, they break smelling spots and they, they, it rushes them and they're going to be ready to play. Oh, wow. And I had a player undescribed on my, my personal hockey team that I play on this weekend do that. And I, you know, I was like, kind of a fucking faux pas here. But, <laughs> faux pas de quoi. Uh, but if he, so I could, if he does that, I can go up to him and say, listen, bro. You ain't getting a boner for a bit here. Are you sure he didn't actually have an erection? He was worried about it, and that's why he did it? Ooh. I got to go out on the ice. Got to get rid of this boner. I don't know how you guys play hockey. There's a (laughs) lot of tons of hockey. No, but okay. So, but is it like if I do smelling salts, just be like, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm glad that you're awake now. You're not going to have a boner for a while. I don't know if uh, if it can work as a preemptive prophylactic deal. Uh, I don't know. But it's an instant... Yeah, if you I, usually I, gets rid of it. Why are we not doing a test right now? <laughs> <laughs> I get a to do the smelling salts and immediately goes away. If I had any of it. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. in the, the sexy moments in the movies where they're like, the man and the woman are like getting it on. And they're like, oh, wait, we shouldn't. And then the man just like, <laughs> all right, well, smelling salts. Uh, okay, good. We're done here. I don't need to do it no more. It That's would work. That's it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. My ears just negative pressure. Whoa. You know when you sniff really hard? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Doctor, right. excuse me. You tell me. <laughs> Wrong now, part of the body. Now, another. Qu- <laughs> now the thing I want to know is these poor guys who never went and saw you or someone in the profession. Yeah. They tear it up. Yeah. What's the lifelong situation? So either, unfortunately, even if you do have it repaired, you have a risk of Peyronie's disease, which is the curvature with an erection. Peyronie? Peyronie. That was the French guy who uh, was involved in naming it. The French seem to be very involved in the wingle dingle. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Well, I've seen my share of adult videos, and many men have a curvature to their 
Schlerbacher to their boat. <laughs> that was a silent cheering right there. Excellent, no excellent whatsoever. But what do they have to deal with here? Yeah, so they might have some uh, minor curvature, uh, but there is a risk of if it's not repaired, especially there's a risk of uh, not being able to get an erection. You know, ever, ever, or, or having difficulty. So the the two chambers on top. I know you can't see what I'm doing, folks at home, but it's two fingers mashed together. There you go. So the the two chambers on top that are the, are the erectile chambers called the corpus cavernosum are mm. uh, the intermingle. So like whatever happens to <laughs> whatever happens to one side happens to the other. And so if you have a leak on one side, a venous leak, then how, how are you supposed to fill that pressure? <laughs> I'm like a like schoolboy in health class. My Garbus, you had me at Corpus Cavanaugh. <laughs> women are from venous leaks. Julian <laughs> <laughs> Assange is from WikiLeaks. Um, is, so, by the way, did you ever get a rough uh, uh, collection of what's the most common break for the penis heart? What? What's the most? What, what's the most common reason for the what was it called the faux pas when, the, when it breaks? <laughs> the faux oh. pas de quoi? Hey, when the dick is broke, what are we talking? About? <laughs> Look, Doc, my dick's broke. Why? <laughs> I don't know if this is what you're asking, but the uh, British Journal of Urology is sort of famous for these tongue-in-cheek articles that mm. actually give good information, but they're like sort of silly topics. Mm. And one was looking at the most dangerous sexual positions. Well, maybe that's... A, yeah, yeah thank And you. so reverse cowgirl is apparently the My God. most dangerous for the man. Now, Dr. I don't know what a cowboy or a cowgirl <laughs> looks <laughs> like. I'm from England. But you have roughshod <laughs> my fingers <laughs> clean up. We look to the Americans for this case. It's of the cow, but not of the boy, but girl. Reverse. Now, Dr. Doctor, what is reverse and what does cowgirl mean? Well, I'm Mormon, so I have no ah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sound. That's like the perfect time for a Yeah, what sound would it be? Ow. I don't know. Moroni, Moroni. blasting on his horn. Is there any... Was there any other besides sexual position? It's a man laying down and woman facing the other way, sitting down on top. Oh. Facing and that was taught supine. by his steak leader. Oh, no. Big leader. Yeah, that's what they call him. Uh, We're talking about red meat steaks? No. But what I need to know is, was there any other oddities where it's not sexual position that broke it? Some other weird... Oh, well, yeah. There's the... Oh, I'm going to forget the term. In the Middle East, there is this practice of... It's like a a religious ritual when men get erections and they crack it on purpose to try and get it to go away. There you go. And that's... uh, Oh, it's called... It's called... I forget. It's It's called Keep Them Out of This Country. (laughs) These are the practices I'm worried about. I'm telling you, these people are breaking their dicks left and right. we got to get them out of this country. They're not winners. They're boner breakers. I'm telling you right now. Is it okay if I Google it right now? Yes, please do. Uh, I was trying to think of some uh, show uh, that would be like, I forget what it's called when you break your own wiener because you don't want it no more. I was going to call it Touched by an Angel. I don't know. I was trying to think of a show that's a boner breaker. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll Listen, if you're breaking your bones, own. We gotta keep these people out. They're breaking boners left and right. We gotta watch out for these things. We gotta watch out 100. They're not winners. They're breakers. Okay. Now, what other? Uh, but I feel like we need to. Uh, let's have equal time for the lady genitalia. Is there any weird questions, Doctor? What does it look like? I've never seen one. What could it be like? Well, to be clear, I'm pretty sure that. A urologist does deal with the ureter and the kidneys of both men and women, but a urologist only deals with the dingus, and a gynecologist deals with 
Bahunas. Oh, so, nice. So you're a pee hole man. That's what I'm telling you. So we the do the. <laughs> we do there, uh, oh, oh, that's free of charge there's a lot of overlap between gynecology and urology and so there are actually u- urologists who specialize in female oh. pelvic floor medicine and there's actually my, uh, separate boards I wish my urology would overlap and do it gynecology <laughs> and there's a lot of gynecologists who do urology like urogyne so there's overlap. But yes, technically speaking, we don't do a lot of the female genitalia type stuff. Tak-taka. Tak-taka. taka 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 Although there are several reasons for habitually cracking penis, tak-taka action is mostly intentionally performed to produce detumescence, which is getting rid of an erection, by single men, especially in crowded dormitory rooms. Therefore, a spectacular increase in the penile fracture incidence in Qatar cannot be explained by geographical area alone. Again, we put an aroma in the air where accents are always... <laughs> my prefer- God, sir, would you please break my bonus? We quite are in a dorm room, Hazza. Now, okay, so now we've got to get to the question of... I've heard the pump. We're talking gentlemen who are at an age where their taktaka aren't We've got guys who are looking to get that bone zone, and they are out in the outfield. What are we talking about here? Are we putting in pumps? What are we doing? Oh, like in surgical pumps. Yeah, well, like, do you, as a... Uh, yeah, Doc, you, my dick's where, broken. Where do you all, uh, you're all just stand with, like, all right, yeah, I know you got to get your jingle jangled. This is what I'm going to tell you. What's the best practice these days? Funny thing is, I had that exact question on the boards. <laughs> I've got spurs that jingle jangle. I forgot, I forgot to tell you guys, I'm on many medical boards, and these are the questions I write for them. It's crazy. So, obviously, you got the Viagra and the Cialis, Levitra, Stendra, Staxin. increase the blood pressure, right? So, they're phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitors. If you of want course. to get really. Uh, I'm sorry, doctor. Tell us something we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually cause erections, they help an erection that's already going to happen or already happening to mm. be longer. Your girl's not my, it's not my fault. If you were going to cause it, shit would have happened. <laughs> what was that accent? Was that? <laughs> just from the show. Was that just. Never mind. So, Go if ahead. the pills don't work, then beyond the pills you have. Uh, vacuum erectile devices, which is what I thought you were asking about, because those are basically a vacuum pump that you, you like either a Swedish, Swedish, yeah, like, like Austin uh, Powers. Yeah. This I is was not my bag. Thinking, I've seen stuff, uh, not like I need it. I'm a very virtile, virile, virile, virtile, virtile man. Uh, but I've seen the thing where there's something that's like you grab the testes, they put an air pump in the testes of some sort, and you squeeze, squeeze. And okay, so that is the inflatable penile prosthesis. <laughs> God bless them. That's, uh, there are several different companies that make them, and that's the last resort, because you actually replace the natural, those, hey, I'm doing that finger thing again. The finger thing again. You replace the... I've heard that. The Capricorver... Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> Caprico Gabagool. Corporate Cavernosum. You replace both of them with two... Uh, inflatable rods that, and you have sure. saline in a reservoir that Not is like a fake boo. Right, right, okay. right. And usually, it's either put down in the belly next to the bladder or oh, up under the uh, six pack muscle. Oh, well, what if you don't have a six pack? Then, then you put it where it should be. And uh, then, yes, there's a pump mechanism that's usually placed in the scrotum next to the testicles. Mm. And when you need an erection, you squeeze that pump and it diverts the saline from the reservoir to those uh, cylinders. And they get very, very rigid. The problem is they only, only the cylinders get rigid so the head of the penis does not 
It's not it's exactly like a sad, like a deflatable. Balloon. They call it the SST deformity after the Concorde supersonic transport. Oh, oh shit! What is that called? The um. Concord. A Snoop Drew. <laughs> no, 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 Snoop Drew. Yeah, but for our millennial it? listeners, it's a Snoop Drew. Oh. Did you not see? There was a Concord video. I'm too old. It was made famous. It talks when about did Snoop uh, our paternal grandparents? No, maternal. Maternal grandparents, right on that Concord. Uh, probably like late '80s. And they said there's a speed speedometer in front of the cabin that says how fast they're going so cool and that yeah. is our actual topic tonight concords uh the plane <laughs> took a while to get to, to it. flight of the concords really a popular thing flu of the commodores i was gonna say obesity and epidemic in mm. america mm-hmm. how is its impact being felt in the urological arts uh, it effect, it sort of impacts everything. Uh, you're more likely to make stones. Okay. The bummer is that gastric bypass surgery also increases your risk for stones. Mm. So you're sort of darned if you do, darned if you don't. Sorry, pardon my language. That's, I'm very offended. I it, don't want you to talk anymore for the rest <laughs> of the night, please. It also affects your ability to get erections. Well, you're more likely to have diabetes and high blood pressure, which are the two most common causes of erectile mm-hmm. dysfunction in this country. Uh, yeah, so it kind of hits you everywhere. So when... Does it get to the point where you have to like have a external device to help you lift up that panis? Oh well, I don't know. BM- wait, wait, wait! Now we're getting into something very deep to my heart, which is the panis. And I don't know if our listeners know, but that is the nice fold. I mean, a doctor should probably explain this better. No, go for it. Let me go for it for here a minute. Not unlike that Snoop Droop on the front of a Concorde, it is the layer of fatty skin that is being blocked by what? What's Is there a muscle in particular that's making it fall over? What is it? Why What's why does it have to droop over that part? Just yeah, because basically your rectus abdominis, which is your six-pack muscle, okay. attaches to your pubic bone. Got that. And so, yeah. The, that's, it's falling over the pubic bone, just, probably? Yep, rolls over so after that. So we're talking about that beautiful sack of fatty, fatty skin that starts to droop over. Not unlike, uh, let's take some uh, gack back in the 90s, and you push it over the ledge of the gack bottle, and it starts to droop in a very gross, um, fatty thing. Now, there is a panis scale that you and I found yeah, yeah. out. The grade. The grades of the panis. Oh, really? Paniculous. Paniculous. Mm. One is like... Just let's over. Just say I think three covers the genitals and five covers the kneecaps. Oh, wow. That's bad. And that's why it's amazing to be in America because they had to come up with the number five because we never got to a point where <laughs> three was enough. Five. Three is enough. I think there was a sitcom in the 80s. Now, doctor, do you have a tripod or some sort of lift device when you're working with a patient that does have a five-scale paniculus that you have to <laughs> lift up? Is there some sort of structure that you hold on there? Uh, no, usually I just ask the patient to hold it up. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's sick. What if they can't do it? Uh, then I'll have them lay down. Oh, boy. So they'll do some surgeries with the patient in Trendelenburg position, which is head down, so that the panis just falls up. Mm. Unfortunately, then they have a hard time breathing because they have that oh. 100 pounds of fat on their oh, chest. Boy. Oh, boy. But yeah, so it's that's bad. So, doctor, we're talking about what I do to wake up every day. Is that what we're talking about right now? Because I have a Tilt you upside down. I have literally got a whole pulley system to keep this thing just up in the air. Now, we're missing... I feel like we've asked a bunch of questions, but is there anything that you would like the public of the holy schlodcast to know about is there something we missed in all this stuff that we could have asked about 
No, no, I think we covered the <laughs> basics. Uh, Most important thing. Stay healthy, drink lots of water. Uh, yeah, is that okay? Listen, uh, do not listen to the Holy Slide yeah. <laughs> for your health. For your health. Now, yeah, what would be the final thing to say to the men and women out there? Water is literally, you should drink a lot of water. You should drink a lot of water. Although you can go too far. I had one patient who literally drank nine liters of water, which is two and a, two and a quarter gallons mm-hmm. a day because he felt like he had to, and he was peeing every 15 minutes. Fuck. And I just, I, I had the hardest time explaining to him, like, dude, that you just, that's, your body is responding physiologically to your insane fluid It flushes your sodium levels, right? It can, if you're drinking pure water. Now, he drinks, like, Gatorade and things to mm. prevent that. But yeah, if you drink pl- pure water, then you're... Your sodium can't keep up, and yes, you'll get hyponatremia and die. Mm. Now, what if you want to die? That's a terrible way to go. I would jump off a tall building. The, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, but you now, just offered. As our listeners probably should know, and we should do the work ourselves, give us that alcohol. What is alcohol doing to the whole system that really fucks it up? Yeah, besides it's going to fuck up your bladder, right? And your colon? Um, well, so the problem with the bladder is... Um, there's this idea of um, you're desensitizing yourself. So your bladder, first of all, your alcohol is kind of a diuretic, right? And you drink a lot of it and you don't notice how much you're drinking. Oh, so we do. And yes. <laughs> Just as if you could see at home, folks, the incredible here <laughs> rattle those together yeah, this, <laughs> this is nothing now this is just maintenance this is <laughs> get through the day <laughs> this is hair of the dog oh, uh, yeah so so but yet, yet your bladder is huge and then you're like you're busy and you're drunk and so you can put a little stretch on the bladder and eventually you might uh, lose sensation to the point mm. where you have retention we don't get it uh, don't get it all out because the bladder is a muscle. It's yeah, an yeah, yeah. involuntary muscle, the detrusor. It's the only muscle Schlegel works. I know two words, muscle <laughs> and bladder. So go ahead. There you go. So if it gets overstretched, and eventually it won't contract very well, and then you retain, which leads to bladder stones. Oh, we didn't talk about bladder stones. Ooh. Hey. Uh, and infections and potentially renal failure and, yeah. And uh, lots not to of mention, bad stuff. Yes, bad Probably symptoms. Probably maintain that and don't drink a lot. Pee, pee frequently. So, yeah, that's the other advice. When you feel the need to go, it's probably a good idea to go. Don't hold it in. Because right. I know a lot of, I'm going to say, me, a little bit, not me, but lady friend, <laughs> there are people who hold in the peas, right? And that, don't hold in the pee. Don't hold in the pee. You're asking for trouble. Infections and, yeah. So, okay, don't pee. Now, I've got... <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Hold it in, don't, don't pee. pee. Drink red meat. Never be. That's what I'm <laughs> now, one thing I want to—I've got—I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this. Mm. Number one or two or as many as you can think of, weirdest things you've ever seen. I'm sorry, doctor. I gotta <laughs> ask you okay. things that stand out. Uh, had a patient who uh, bit off the end of a plastic spork, and, and this is a spoon fork combo, people. He- <laughs> This is complicated. He might have been in a 1980s Taco Bell. <laughs> Ain't that up. red meat? And placed said remnant of the spork into the urethra. Oh. And then couldn't get it back out. Oh. And did he feel like he needed to explain that to you? He did. And he talked. It was actually tragic because he said his mother used to do that kind of thing to him. Hey, everybody. Life's complicated. That's why Trump's president. This is the holy <laughs> schlodcast. No. Okay. So, holy fuck. Oh, my God. That's holy fuck shit. I asked for some weird shit, not some fucked up shit. Oh, okay. Um, so, that's horrible. And I'm sorry. so sorry about that. No, please. I went right to the I'm deepest, sorry. darkest. Yeah. Well, how could you not? No, it's because, really you know, good. when you do it day to day. The things that your average person might like scoff well, at, and also, and like, yeah, the, 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 the start, the, 
They made that choice, but it was like this horrible thing where yeah. conditions involved. Turns them. out, maybe there's not good and evil. Maybe it's just that your brain's broken because your mom shoved a spork up and your pee hole. Be nice to everybody. Second thing, I know you got one ready to go. Uh, yeah. I know. I had a, this was a very nice gentleman who was having difficulties achieving an erection, and he figured that if he could put something around the base of the penis mm. to you know keep the blood flow in there. So what did he use? A piece of his brass instrument. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a trumpet, trombone, saxophone, but uh, metal metal ring around the base of his penis, and then he became Engorged. it worked, and then it w- it worked a little too well, couldn't get it off. And, it, I mean, it was gigantic by the time he got to us. It was oh. so swollen. And so we had to put him to sleep, and my friend had to use these gigantic metal shears, like, you know, with his arms out to his sides. And, and it literally went flying when we finally clipped it. Oh. Across the room. Now, doctor. No, just the metal now, thing. Doctor, I did ask okay, you. I to be clear, it wasn't his dick. It was the No, ring. the penis was okay. And, doctor, I did ask. Was it? His penis was fine, yeah. Full recovery. Well, I didn't ask. Well, I mean, I don't know. You didn't check up? Well, that's the problem with training is you don't get to see people long term, right? Now, I did put a rule out before the podcast that we couldn't talk about my own experiences with you, Doctor. So <laughs> oh, sorry. that couldn't be brought up. I'll rewind now, number that. three. I know you got a three. Give me a three. Uh, Something strange, something strange, something strange. Or just the thing that, yeah. Oh, I had a guy recently who had a massive hernia into his scrotum of his uh, entire bowel. But Larger and small bowel. Yes. <laughs> the hernia because you told me this and it was very eye-opening so hernia just basically means something protruding from a place where it shouldn't be i mean from where it should be like just somewhere. through the muscle wall is right or fascia yeah fascia okay. is that lining so yeah so you have inguinal hernias fascia, turn to the left fascia turn, <laughs> turn to the right guts coming out it's a David oh, Bowie song. it's okay. fashion but fascia, fascia. <laughs> intestines coming out fascia <laughs> guts <Testes> coming out <laughs> 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 Apparently, I'm not up on my bully. Oh, <laughs> it was only 40 years ago. So, okay. <laughs> take, your, take your time to listen to that one. Okay, so the, you got a fascia. fascia. So, so yeah, his the lining of his abdomen where the testicles pop through in your fetus mm-hmm. leaves behind a little weakening for some people, and so you can have hernias. Either usually it's just fat, but sometimes you can have a whole piece of your colon knocked down or your small bowel typically. And then they put it back where it's supposed to be. But this poor gentleman who was very old and had been like this for 50 years, his entire bowel contents were in his scrotum. And so it was about about the size of a basketball and his penis was inverted way deep down in there. And so he was, he was in retention. He couldn't pee because it was all crushed by everything. And it took like four residents to, Push everything back out of the way so you could actually see the urethra. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, fascia, scrotum's really big, fascia, full of intestines. Ladies and gentlemen, and that is the story of how Donald Trump became president <laughs> of the United States. Dr. Josh, I am so glad. Can you Skype in? We, we should Skype in more. You should have questions about this stuff. We'll have, we have uh, tiny dongles that need lots of answers for you. <laughs> we will call you all the time. I am so glad you came out here. This My pleasure. This has been really fun. I hope you had a good time. Holyoke is the battery level that you were so worried about. I know. It turns out one bar, plenty. And listen, we've worked. Fascia, one bar's enough. Holyoke and I have worked very long and hard in our lives with only one but bar. But not too hard. As opposed to three bars. So we will continue with one bar. This is the Holy Schlodcast. I'm Ryan Steigel. Give us a, a goodbye.
הגבאי. הגבאי. My online alter ego is 18 feet tall and has giant wings like an angel's but also like a demon's. His name is Carlor. Carlor can f*** anything and he will and has women, devils, angels, animals. You need to get with him because my penis only has a tip. It's like someone glued an acorn to the bottom of my torso. Ha 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 ha